yeah, if you're one of the ladies, you're like, I mean, yeah, it's nice out. Yeah, I'll just, like, walk from square to square for you, yeah. sure. <laughs> it's not like Harry Potter, where, you know, you have to, like, kill each other. So. You're not, like, beating off other... Yeah. I shouldn't say beating off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they probably were. Probably. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> I don't even know what to do with myself now. Two white girls talk Bollywood. I'm Kim. And I'm Katie. And we're here to talk about, well, you know what? We're not really here to talk about singing or dancing. There's not a lot of it in this movie. <laughs> That's a but really good we point. We are here to talk about Bollywood boys and girls. <laughs> that is that is correct. Bollywood boys, many of whom I would say are too sweet for their own good. This is a oh, movie yeah. about good boys and some bad boys doing bad things and some good things <laughs> and yet you know some of those bad boys they they win you over anyway yes are ultimately good people are they i think so <laughs> i'm thinking of one in particular uh, i think we can have a whole long debate about that because this movie is ludo and mm-hmm. the whole kind of idea behind this movie is you know what do people's actions say about them and what is sin and what is virtue and what is good and what is bad and karma and all that good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You nailed it. That's exactly it. We can just wrap it up right now. <laughs> I, there it is. Done. Two minute uh, episode right here. <laughs> we do have, we do have a lot of plot to get through this week, but I do think we should mention our leads as well as our director who is Anurag Basu. He wrote and directed the film. He also, the director, plays a very important cameo in this film. Uh, But we'll talk about that when it happens. It's a big cast and everyone is sort of on an equal playing field in terms of importance. Like even the characters who don't do as much are still like really significant to the Mm -hmm. storyline. But maybe I'll just, I'll mention our like biggest players here because we have Pankaj Tripathi who is our villain I would say although <laughs> yes. that's not I don't think the best most 100% accurate way of describing his character Abhishek Bakchan is Bitu probably my favorite of the storylines mm-hmm. um Rajkumar Rao is Alu and then Aditya Roy Kapoor is Akash and then Rohit Saraf is Rahul I had forgotten that I had seen him in he was in the series Mismatched, which is well, the one that's, I, yes. yeah, that's like Dimple met, when Dimple met Rishi. Yeah, and I've been meaning to watch it, and I still haven't. But is he the Rishi character? Yes, he is. Oh, okay. He's so cute, and I, it made me really happy to see him in this now, like, knowing a little bit more about who he is and what he's done. He's great. Yeah. But yeah, we've got just a ton of amazing people, and those people are all men, um, but there are a lot of great women in this movie, too. <laughs> In particular, absolutely. I want to call out Sonia Malotra because I love her and everything I've seen her and I've absolutely just gotten crazy for her. She's great. Oh, and I did also want to say, you know, this is, like you said, it's not really a singy, dancey mm-hmm. Bollywood movie, but the music in it is really good. And yes. the music was uh, by Pratam, who also did the music for Ye Jivani, Hey Diwani. So we didn't really pick favorite dance numbers because there aren't dance numbers in this one for no. this week, but do want to make sure we call out the music because it's great. Absolutely. It is fantastic. It's mm-hmm. just slightly different format than yeah. maybe some other films. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. It's not the focus here the way it is in some other movies. So are you ready for me to dive into the plot? I am ready. Take a big deep breath. (laughs) Settle in. Put your feet up. (laughs) Everyone, because we're about to watch Kim run a marathon. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot of lot of movie here in front of us. And I also want to say for any like avid fans of this movie, I'm not going to go entirely in order of the plot because there's just so much ping ponging back and forth that in some cases I like told a story through to its like next chapter instead of like going back and forth a million times. That sounds good. (laughs) We open 
Uh, there are two men, one dressed in white, the other dressed in black, and they are overlooking what appears to be a run-down, abandoned village that's floating in the middle of a river. And these men are discussing how this village is going to turn to ashes at 8.30 sharp. So that's mm-hmm. exciting. Um, <laughs> and also this, the man in black is our director. So that's cool. Basu, this is his oh. cameo. But so the men have arrived early. They're there before 8.30. And so they've got just enough time to play a game of Ludo. And so they sit down together. uh, And the man in black says, Ludo is life. Life is Ludo. Uh, And he says that people are just colored game pieces and God holds the dice of fate. Mm -hmm. Now, these two come up a few times throughout the movie. I'm only going to mention them here at the beginning and then at the end. (laughs) That sounds fine. (laughs) But we get introduced to our four players, our four colors that correspond to the colors on the the Ludo board. And Katie is going to tell us more about Ludo at the end, I think. Yes, Um, very, um, very straightforward. It's not. (laughs) Yeah. But yes, (laughs) if you think there's symbolism, there's not. (laughs) It's just colors. But that, you know, it's nice when it's open ended like that. We can just apply whatever symbolism we want. It's like that's true. So the first player that we meet doesn't actually correlate to one of those colors. And it's our, again, villain, quasi-villain. This is Satu, Pankaj Tripathi. And he's also, he's the unifying element of our four stories. And I have to say, he has one of my favorite movie entrances of all time. Um, This is like right up there for me with Rithik's entrance in War. (laughs) Wow. Um, I mean, for totally different reasons. Yeah, no, I, I, it has a similar impact where you're just like, all dropping (laughs) (laughs) and I think it also in a similar way really just tells you who this man is right out the gate because Mm -hmm. what we first see is a man in a bathtub and he's talking on the phone and he's watching a movie and then Satu just bursts into the room (laughs) he picks up his leg puts his foot on the tub and then he like pulls open (laughs) he exposes his thigh he's got a gun attached to his thigh he draws the gun uh, on on the man the man's name is Binder Satu shoots him and that's how we start the movie (laughs) yeah he has very nice legs you know he does have very nice legs you know (laughs) Because um, also he, he just, does it with such flair. Yeah, he there's so much flair. This man has nothing but flair. Um, <laughs> and it's also a very good place to keep a gun. Yeah. But so it takes a couple of shots for Satu to kill Binder. Uh, eventually he shoots him. He Binder falls over the side of a railing and through a roof. And that's going to come up again later on. Pretty yes. much everything I say is going to come up at least one other time. Because he falls feet first naked. He does fall feet first naked. His lower half of his naked man's body is tangling in a space that we do not see. Mm-hmm. So Binder was watching a movie called Aldela. I looked up what this movie was. And the song from this movie is called Kismat Kihava Kabinarma. And this song is now stuck in Satu's head. And so as he's driving away from Binder's house, he's blasting this song on his phone and he makes all of his goons that are in the van with him sing along. <laughs> it's also in my head. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, maybe I should add that to my Bollywood Jams playlist. It seems like a good bop. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a big fan. We also see that in the van singing along with the song, there's a young guy who looks kind of out of place. He's wearing a blue button down. Yes. But so Satu arrives in his van at his floating crime village, which is the village that we were seeing at the start of the movie. And as he's pulling up, we see a teeny tiny yellow car also (laughs) pull up to the crime village. And inside this car is Akash. And Akash is our yellow game piece. And he is this sweet, sweet, precious boy who is an ac- uh, a voice actor slash ventriloquist. And the poor boy has just discovered that there's a sex tape of him yeah. out there in the world. And uh, it's it's been leaked on the internet and it's been viewed like a hundred thousand times. This is, th- nobody wants this to happen. This isn't even a video that he took like of right. himself this yeah. was the video was even taken without his consent or without the consent of his partner so yeah just and not it, great yeah and it also depicts him like doing voices yeah <laughs> <laughs> which I think is a whole other element of this it's a little embarrassing for yeah. multiple reasons I would say and people are a big fan of this video I think just because it is so ridiculous mm-hmm. But so Akash and his brother, uh, who's a lawyer, they go and they try to complain to the police about this video, but they say that they 
that he can't do anything about it. Akash can't do anything about it because he's not actually on the tape. You can hear him and presumably you can see him, but just not his face. Yeah. But you can see the woman very clearly. She like looks mm-hmm. directly into the camera at a few points. She doesn't know it's there, but you really get a clear view of her face. So only she can lodge the complaint is what the police say. So Akash, we see that he actually goes and he tries to convince the woman in the video, Shruti, to lodge this complaint. Mm-hmm. But she's getting married. Um, it's been it's been a while since she and Akash saw each other um, mm-hmm. and since this video was taken. Um, she's marrying a very wealthy man. She's having a destination wedding in Italy. Um, and when Akash shows her this video, she understandably gets very upset. She accuses him of blackmailing her um, and she refuses to go to the police. Yeah. And so Akash is left with only the option of going to the like criminal underworld. And so this is why his brother has brought him to Satu to get to the bottom of this leaked video. I understand that the sex tape is embarrassing for him as well. But I do think his driving motivation is her. Like, he doesn't want her life to be ruined because of this tape that happened without their knowledge or consent. And so he's like, if she's not going to do anything about this, I will. That's very true and very important because we see Akash make similarly selfless choices throughout the the course of the movie. He's a sweet sweetie. He's a very sweet boy. (laughs) Next, we cut to introducing our green game piece, Alu. Alu is another adorable boy. Oh my gosh. He's a vision, is what he, he is. He really is. He just, I mean, what is there to even say here? He was a former small-time fraudster, but now he owns a diner. Um, uh-huh. And he, like, he performs the menu for his customers. <laughs> he's very, like, energetic, and he talks fast and loves to act. He's just, he's yeah. a larger-than-life personality. He's always, like, moving his hips. He does a lot of, yeah, very hippie dance moves. Hip-filled, yes. Yeah, and I wrote kudos to him for memorizing that whole, because oh you're right, it is a performance with this yeah. menu. He has, like, a, a gag almost for, like, every thing on the menu that he has to say, like, say it in a fun way. He's, like, firing them off. It's, like, a four-minute long Oh, it monologue. goes on forever, yeah. <laughs> it's so good. And I'm like, kudos to Rajkumar Rao. Yes. If we were still harboring any negative feelings towards Rajkumar Rao for being the mean fiancé in Queen, they have all dissipated after seeing him as, as Alu. Oh my gosh, yes. I He's got like kind of like a mullet, but yeah. not really. I don't know. It, yeah. Maybe it's more like a 90s. It's like a Uncle Jesse from Full House in a like, haircut. After Uncle Jesse from Full House had the mullet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I guess it is a mullet. <laughs> it's, it's one of those long hair hairstyles that's not a mullet, but really looks like it could be just because of the way he styles it. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But uh, Alu is in love with Pinky, who is, like, he's been in love with her since his teenage years. He's always looked out for her. He's always been very protective of her, um, always helping her solve her problems. But she ended up marrying another man, Manu. Mm Mm-hmm. And what we learn is that Pinky suspects that her husband, Manu, is cheating on her. And so she ends up following him one night. But rather than meeting up with a lover, he heads to his friend Binder's house. And if that name sounds familiar, it should because uh, we've talked about Binder before. But before we get into that, we meet our next game piece. And this time it's Red. And we see Bitu arrive at Satu's crime village. Mm-hmm. Um, Bitu was formerly Satu's right-hand man, but then he fell in love and he got married and he had a beautiful baby girl named Ruhi. Yeah. But then he gets sent to jail. And so he's been in jail for the last six years. And his wife, Asha, actually divorced him while he was in jail. And she remarries a man uh, named Banu. So now Bitu is out of jail. He goes to see Asha and Banu. He brings a doll for Ruhi, and it's very sweet. But Asha just doesn't want to have anything to do with him. And she (sighs) says that she has raised Ruhi to believe that Banu is her dad. She's never told Ruhi about Bitu. Mm -hmm. And Bitu, understandably, does not react well to this. He gets all fired up. He throws the doll at them, and it gets run over by a rickshaw. Very sad. Um, but then we meet Minnie. Oh, 
<laughs> Love her. <laughs> Minnie, who is the real star of this film, she is a very precious and precocious little child whose parents are so busy working to secure a future for her that they have forgotten to spend any time with her ever. She also has a puppy whose name is Chiku. Yeah. So we saw earlier in the movie that Satu basically kidnapped Banu, the new husband of Bitu's former wife. Yes. <laughs> so a little bit complicated. So Banu and Asha owe Satu money. Um, so Asha goes to Bitu and is like, okay, Banu's been taken by Satu. You know, you need to do something about this. And so Bitu, that's why he is at the crime village. Mm-hmm. And so then finally we meet our blue piece, Rahul. Rahul is just a, an ordinary boy. He works in a department store. His boss beats him, which is it's not awful. Great. Yeah. Um, but we also meet Shija. Uh, Shija is a woman from Kerala. She doesn't speak Hindi or English. She only speaks Malayalam. And she's also a nurse. And her horrible co-workers pick on her because she doesn't speak Hindi or English. But yeah. she has a friend in the head nurse nurse Kati, who also speaks Malayalam. So they're buds. Yeah. Um, we see that poor Rahul, he lives at the mall where he works. Um, yeah. He's basically homeless. And he's living there, and then he gets chased off by a security guard. And so he's like, he runs away from the mall. He's looking for a place to sleep. He wanders into a shed. And then as he lays down to sleep in the shed, suddenly a naked man's lower half of his body <laughs> falls through the roof. Oh no. Um so poor Rahul is the 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 boy from the van earlier. He has been taken by Satu because Satu found him sleeping in this shed after he killed Binder. Yes. Now we understand how all of our four game pieces are tied up with Satu. Three of the four four game pieces are now at Satu's crime village and the clock strikes 8:30. Um so Satu he talks to a cat Akash um, then he talks to Bitu. He ends up revealing to Bitu that he actually tipped off the police, which is what led to Bitu's initial arrest. So Yeah, what's that about? Yeah, <laughs> not a great move uh, to pull on your former right-hand man, but I guess he wasn't happy about him quitting yeah, for a lady and, he loved. But like then to tell him about it, too? <laughs> it's just extra mean, yeah. yeah. Just rubbing salt in that wound. But again, he does it with charm and flair. Yeah. <laughs> so you can always forget the charm and the flair this yeah. time so meanwhile rahul who's who's also here who's also been taken by satu he gets sent to make tea but he only has enough time to turn on the gas on the <laughs> stove so he turns on the gas he gets pulled away for questioning um and the kitchen starts to fill up with gas and so then some unsuspecting goon goes in to light the burner and make tea strikes the match and immediately the whole place goes up in flames mm-hmm um, now, most of our players are just fine. Akash and his brother leave the village unscathed. Bitu is also not hurt, but he gets loaded into the back of a police van. And we see that Rahul ends up getting into an ambulance with Satu and Shija, because she's there as a nurse, you know, responding to this emergency. Yes. Meanwhile, the police <laughs> go to Pinky's house and they arrest her husband, Manu, because they found his car at Binder's house and mm. they found Binder dead hanging from a ceiling so they suspect that manu killed him so they arrest him yeah that was just poor coincidence yeah poor really manu. manu is an is an unlucky guy but he is cheating on his wife so yeah, he's like yeah, a jerk but he's sympathy. not a murderer right no yeah he's a yeah questionable choices but he didn't kill anyone so manu tells pinky that he has an alibi because he was in fact going to see his lover the night before. He drove to Binder's house because he saw that Pinky was following him. So to put her off the scent, he drove to Binder's house and then he went from Binder's house to his lover's house. He was never there when Satu was there. Mm-hmm. Pinky is obviously very upset by this, but she still goes to confront his lover. Mm-hmm. Um, but she refuses to be Manu's alibi because she's also married. Yeah. So Pinky goes to Alu, her old friend Alu, who was always so helpful to her, um, yeah. and he and she asks for his help. And Alu, precious, precious man that he is, he starts crying like immediately upon seeing her, and he has to go and like collect himself before he talks to her. He's I precious. don't love Pinky. <laughs> no, I don't love Pinky either. She really takes full advantage, really manipulates this poor, poor man. Yeah, she just like 
their whole montage of them being young together was her taking advantage of him. Mm-hmm. And now she's dragging him into stuff that he doesn't need to be part of, but he does it because he loves her. Yeah. Yeah. It's very sad. It really is very sad. But so, meanwhile, <laughs> Satu's ambulance never makes it to the hospital uh, because he essentially hijacks it uh, and he crashes it onto the train tracks. Um, and he's like, he has brought with him. What? It's just funny. <laughs> <laughs> we see the inside of this ambulance. So Rahul's looking at Shija, and then Satu is holding a gun on them. We just see Shija just like reach up and like open up the doors <laughs> and jump out. Yeah. <laughs> and Rahul goes with her. But it's just so casual that they're just like, okay. Okay, bye. <laughs> And then, yeah, you just see the ambulance, you hear a gunshot, and the ambulance just starts careening wildly across the the road and then ends up on the train tracks. I think it's hilarious. It's so funny. This is such a well-directed, well-shot movie. It just, everything is planned out in such a way that makes it very comical. Even these moments that don't sound like they would be funny at all. A lot of people get hit by cars, and it's really funny every time it happens. <laughs> it is. Um... Anyway, so Satu has crashed the ambulance onto the train tracks. He and Rahul and Shija, they end up, like, on a bridge together. Um, And Shija sees that Satu has, like, a case full of cash. It's full of just blood-soaked rupees. And so Satu's, like, leaning against the railing of the bridge, and Shija just, like, pushes him. (laughs) Just such a casual way. Just like a... uh. (laughs) <laughs> like she's she's not 100% committing to this choice but she's like I think I'm gonna do this yeah. <laughs> so he just like you see him kind of like tilt backwards but he's like balancing he's not falling he's just like a like perpendicular to the railing and then Rahul joins in he, Rahul is like pulling his fingers off the, <laughs> the, the railing um, but they eventually get him to fall over uh, Satu falls into the, the river below and then Rahul and Shija they run off with this case full of cash because remember both of them are really hard up for money yeah it's just ridiculous too that whole scene I was like this is so funny yeah (laughs) because everyone's face in it and everyone's just like like, is this really happening (laughs) yeah because it takes like 20 seconds (laughs) for them to push this man off this bridge it does it oh it takes and the entire time they're just like silent they just start like kicking at it's like Oh, it's so great. There's not a lot of dialogue in Rahul and Shija's uh, storyline because Rahul only speaks Hindi and Shija only speaks Malayalam. Yeah. So we cut to Akash. Akash is doing his ventriloquist routine. I'm pretty sure, I meant to look this up, but I'm pretty sure Aditya actually did his own ventriloquism for this movie. Yeah, I think that is something that I had in my head as well. Yeah, Um, I feel like I remember him posting about it on Instagram. He did a good job. He did do a very good job. I'm not going to sit here and say that ventriloquism is the sexiest skill I've seen a man have, but he does it well, and he is able to use it to charm the ladies. (laughs) Right, and like, if a sexy man is doing it, then it is sexy. (laughs) That's true, just by virtue of him being sexy and doing it. Oh my god, okay, sorry, we do have to include this. They had offered to use a dub artist, but instead he decided to learn the art himself. He trained with a third-generation ventriloquist, one of the most famous ones in the country, and is now a trained ventriloquist himself. Oh, Everything I learn about him makes me love him even more. Um, yeah. But anyway, so he's, he's doing his act for a live audience, and in his act he's talking about how he met Shruti. And they actually met on a matrimonial site, both of them Mm -hmm. looking for someone to wed. It becomes clear very quickly over the course of their conversation that Akash is not what Shruti is looking for. Um, She saw in his profile that he is a doctor, but it turns out that he has a PhD in Mongolian art and Mughal (laughs) architecture, which is great. (laughs) He's still a doctor. I love this man. He's still a doctor. He's been through school quite a bit because he does also say that it took him three tries to to get the degrees. (laughs) Yes. She very frankly asks him how much he makes, and it is not enough, in her opinion. 
But so they still have a good time together. They go to a bar. They have a lot of fun. They have a really cute back and forth. They clearly, mm-hmm. like, really are very attracted to each other, really get each other. They end up hooking up. Yeah. Uh, and Shruti reveals that there were actually two other guys in the cafe who she invited to come and meet her that day. Yeah. But she picked Akash because he looked the richest. And then she says, I guess looks can be deceiving. <laughs> we do learn that Shruti is very much only motivated by money when it comes yeah. to her relationships. But so Akash and Shruti, they continue hooking up with one another for a few months while Shruti is still looking for her rich husband. Um, They go around, they sleep together at various hotels, one of which had a hidden camera, and that's how the whole sex tape thing happened. Which is so disturbing. Yeah, very disturbing. We then see Shija and Rahul, they rent a room together. They, like, wash the blood off of the money that they have taken from Satu. And then they're just sitting there next to each other with their huge stacks of cash in front of them. And they just, like, smile. And they just mm-hmm. laugh with each other. It's very sweet. <laughs> yeah. And then as they fall asleep, Rahul points the fan at Shija. And it's yeah. just, he he is very taken with her. He's clearly kind of falling for her because she's, she's a pretty lady. It's um, so cute because she gets the bed. He's sleeping on the floor. It has yeah. to be so hot. Yeah. And yeah, he's like, no, you should have the fan. Yeah. Oh. He's, again, lots of very sweet boys in this movie. We love them all. Yeah. But so then we cut to Bitu at home, and he hears a voice outside his apartment calling, Chiku, Chiku. (laughs) And so this is Minnie. Poor Minnie, her parents have given away her puppy Chiku because her puppy bit the nanny. And so she is like running through the streets looking for her dog. And Bitu comes out and he follows her. He makes sure that she knows that he's there. Um, He starts calling for Chiku. (laughs) And he's keeping an eye on her. He's making sure that no one who would maybe not be so kind to her will come out and do anything. He's keeping an eye on her. Mm-hmm. They do eventually find Chiku, but now he has been given away to another family, which Ugh. is very sad. Um, yeah. But he looks happy with this family, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Minnie makes a very, like, mature choice to say, like, okay, he's happy. I'm gonna let him go. Minnie yes. is, like, seven years old, maybe? Not she's even. So wise she's, like, beyond six. her years, yeah. for sure. After they find Chiku, Bitu asks Minnie where her parents are, and she says that some goons came to her house and beat up her dad, so she can't go home. Mm-hmm. Um, as we hear her explain this to Bitu, we see that Minnie's parents are at the police station saying that she's been kidnapped, and they have a <laughs> ransom note, the classic, like, cut-up magazine letters ransom note. Um, so Bitu brings Minnie back to his apartment. He bandages up her cut knee. Um, he lets her sleep on his couch. He sleeps on the floor next to her. And she's sleeping with her little tiny hand over the side of the couch. And he just sticks his big finger Aww. in her little tiny hand. And it's very adorable because he's remembering his his daughter um, yeah. and, you know, wishing that he could have that moment with, with Ruhi. The next morning, Alu and Pinky go. They try to get Manu's lover to fess up and be his alibi and so that he doesn't have to go to prison for a murder. But the lover and her husband refuse, and they say that they'll only do it if Pinky pays them 40 lakhs. I think in this whole scene, right, um, Alu is holding yes. Pinky's son in, like, a baby Bjorn. Yes, like, thank you. on his chest. <laughs> I completely forgot to mention Babu, who is yes. uh, Pinky's baby, who Alu wears and basically, like, takes care of Care-o, for the most entire, of yeah. the rest of the movie. <laughs> oh, I love it. It's so, it's very cute. But so Pinky's upset, but Alu is like, no, don't worry, I'm going to take care of you guys. Meanwhile, Shruti goes to Akash and she is agreeing to go to the police. And so they go, they get a bunch of like spy equipment that will track hidden cameras and hidden mics in the hotel rooms. So they're going to go around to all of the hotels that they slept in to find who it was who illicitly recorded their sex tape. Yes. Also, just a quick side note that I really do love the cops in this movie. Like, they're really funny. <laughs> they are funny. I mean, they're super incompetent, but they're funny. They are yeah. pretty incompetent, but it's a, it's a very funny kind of incompetence that I think we can all enjoy. So Bitu, he ends up delivering Minnie back to her house because she wakes up the next morning and she confesses that she faked her kidnapping. So Bitu brings her back. She kisses him on the cheek, but when she goes inside her house, she overhears the police saying that the kidnapper is going to go to jail. And so because she is a small child, she thinks, 
oh my god, I'm gonna go to jail because I kidnapped yeah. myself. Um, so she runs away again. And we eventually see that she goes back to Bitu, she explains her predicament, and Bitu, he meanwhile has gone to see Asha and Banu, and Banu has basically told him that he can meet Ruhi, his daughter, if he gives them the money that they owe to Satu. Mm -hmm. So when he hears Minnie tell this whole tale, they decide together that he's going to pretend to be the kidnapper. They're going to get ransom from her parents. He's going to use the ransom to pay off Satu. And Minnie isn't going to get in trouble because she was actually kidnapped. <laughs> right. It's such a risky plan. <laughs> it's a very risky plan. It's so, so risky. And it doesn't go entirely according no. to, to plan. <laughs> Rahul and Shija, we see them go and they kind of like tell off the people in their lives who were previously mean to them. They're like live in large. But Shija, when, while she's at the hospital, she sees that Satu is there. So he did not die when yep. they pushed him into the bridge. He's, he's okay. He's in a hospital bed. He is intubated so he can't tell the cops that she was the one who tried to kill him. But so she leaves. She goes to warn Rahul that Satu is alive. Satu manages to get across to his pretty stupid goons <laughs> oh <my God>. yeah <laughs> that uh that rahul is the one who helped to try and kill him so the goons they go after rahul too and now we get some overlapping chase scenes uh where we see bitu who's climbing out of his window with Minnie, um and they get spotted by the police they get in a rickshaw and then he's driving off in the rickshaw Minnie is having a great time she's just like screaming with joy yeah um Shija and Rahul, they also get away and they escape in the back of a truck with all of their cash. The goons are running after them, but they get stopped because Bitu's rickshaw like cuts them off. Uh -huh. And so then they're stuck in the middle of the road. And then <laughs> a tiny yellow car driven by Shruti drives up and she's like, get out of the way. <laughs> um, so just again, it's this nice sort of little, you know, interwoven mess here. Yes. And then so at the end of this, we see Alu. He's dancing away. Um, he dances when he's trying to think or trying to deal with big emotions. And in this moment, <laughs> he's trying to come up with the plan for how they're going to get the money to bribe Manu's lover. Mm -hmm. um, Akash and Shruti, they're off visiting their hotels. At one of the stops, Akash is remembering their time together, and he's remembering how Shruti used to talk about her marriage prospects right after they would have sex. Um, and yeah. he speculates that this is because she is trying to make sure that he doesn't get serious about her. Mm -hmm. And she tells him that the reason that they can't be together isn't that he's not rich now. It's that he will never be rich. Ugh. Shruti doesn't come off great <laughs> no. starting off in this movie. I do think later when she talks about her reasoning, I yeah. started to kind of warm up to her. Yeah, and I do appreciate she's never pretended to be anything that she's Exactly. Not, yes, which... she's always been very upfront about what she's looking yep. for. Which I respect. Good for her. I You can be shallow if you are open with people about that yeah. you are shallow. <laughs> and sure enough, Akash is like, yeah, I mean, maybe I'd prefer that you aren't, but... It's like, uh, ultimately, I really just want to keep hooking up with you, so let's yeah. just do it. And he never, he's never, like, pressuring her either. Like, they're both kind of coming to this for unhealthy reasons, but they're not unhealthy to each other. <laughs> yeah. Akash and Shruti, they're at this hotel. Alu and Pinky, they're also at this hotel. And there's this cute moment where, like, Akash is walking in. Pinky, she's all dressed up wearing this sexy red dress. Mm -hmm. um, and Akash sees her, but she's got toilet paper on her shoe. So Akash goes and, like, gets it off for her. So <laughs> Doing... sweet. It's so sweet. And Shruti sees this, and she, like, clocks this moment where he's being so kind to someone for no recognition because Pinky doesn't even notice this happen. Yeah. But anyway, the reason that Pinky is dressed up in a sexy red dress is because she's pretending to be a sex worker because the plan that <laughs> she and Alu and their their pals have devised is that uh, they're going to like basically trap some bad guys into hiring her as a sex worker and then they're gonna take money from those guys like bribe them. <laughs> like also a really risky Very plan. risky and also does not go well. Alu and his friends are dressed up as cops. 
they've all got guns and so they like burst into the room where these bad guys are like going after Pinky and they all just sort of are like shouting at each other like drop the gun no you drop the gun no you yeah. drop the gun um, meanwhile Akash and Shruti are in the next room like what is happening in there <laughs> um, so Pinky gets one of the bad guys guns and then she just starts shooting and then everybody's yeah. shooting <laughs> and all of the bad guys get killed. Most of them are killed by Pinky, if not all of them. <laughs> I think, yeah, she is a murderer now. I think she kills three men in this scene. <laughs> because, like, also, were they really, like, bad, bad guys? Or were they just guilty of soliciting a prostitute? I think that's, that is what it is. It does, it sounds like maybe Alu knew them and knew who they were because they had a sense that they could get this much money from that's them. That's true. But that doesn't make them bad people. So, yeah, but they're dead no. now, so either way. <laughs> Yeah. So Alu and Pinky, they get away from the hotel. The police are showing up, obviously, because there's all the gunshots going off. Uh, But they were only able to get seven lakhs from these guys, and they thought they were going to be able to get 60. So none of this has gone according to plan. Was it worth the murders? (laughs) I I don't think so. (laughs) Also, Akash and Shruti almost get shot. Yeah, they have to, like, duck down in the room, because they're, like, paper-thin walls. The bullets are going right through. Yeah. Pinky gets mad at Alu. She's saying that he messed everything up, even though he is trying so hard to help her, and even though she's the one who killed the guys. And Alu is saying, like, I've done so much for you over the years, and I'm still gonna do more, and I'm still gonna give you everything I have. Um, And he basically (sighs) gives her, like, his entire life savings. Ultimately, we hear him tell his friends that some relationships have no logic, only magic. And that's sweet, but it's also, I don't really feel like a good sentiment for poor, poor Alu to have. No. (laughs) Because he's really just getting taken with advantage of exactly like again she's using his money to get her husband like out of prison yeah exactly he gets nothing out of this other than the satisfaction of helping pinky but anyway he's very 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 selfless our alu now we get to what is probably my favorite scene in the movie Bitu calls Minnie's family to ask for the ransom. She's like screaming (laughs) into the phone like, help me, dad, help me. But she's fine because, again, she's totally consented to this kidnapping. And she she's like prompting Bitu like what to say to like Mm -hmm. threaten her parents. And she's like, tell him you'll cut my hands off. Okay, tell him you'll pry my eyes out. (laughs) She has a lot of ideas. (laughs) (laughs) That's dark. And Minnie's like, is this your first kidnapping or something? Come on. But they get that all set up. They're good to go. And then they go off on an adventure together wearing matching shirts, which is great. I don't know why Bitu had those, but it's very cute. (laughs) It's just adorable. They're now like partners in crime. Yes. Satu, meanwhile, he has actually formed a friendship uh, with Nurse Kati, who we remember (laughs) was also friends with Shija. Um, Mm -hmm. And there's a whole thing where, like, there's this horrible doctor who is sexually harassing the nurses and, like, potentially fully assaulting them. And Satu appears to just kill that man. Um, Which is great. (laughs) And yeah, all of the nurses are like, cool, thanks. Um, but so this and some other moments that they have together solidify this friendship between Satu and Nurse Kati. Alu and Pinky, they give the money to Manu's lover, but she runs off with it. And so when Manu's trial happens, they don't, he doesn't have an alibi. He's declared guilty and he gets hauled off to jail. And the lawyer tells Pinky that his only hope is to escape from jail. (laughs) And so we see Pinky go to Alu and ask him for another small favor. And so they get some pills to Manu, and then these pills make it look like he's having a seizure. So he gets taken to the hospital, and he gets put in the same room as Satu. Mm-hmm. And Satu gets a good laugh out of the fact that Manu is in prison for the murder that he committed. Um, yes. He's just real tickled by that. Meanwhile, Rahul and Shija, they end up getting a hotel room together. Um, Shija's really cute. She's like... Give us the biggest room with the huge fridge and a TV and an AC. And they, like, bounce on the bed together. And then she takes Mm -hmm. a bath and, like, kicks up her leg. She's, like, doing a cute, like, 50s swimming lady thing in the pool. And Rahul's just like, oh, my God. (laughs) She's, like, doing a show for me naked. (laughs) Um, He's just falling further and further in love. So Rahul and Shija, they hang out at the hotel bar together. Rahul gives her a love note. But it's written in Hindi. 
and Shija can't read Hindi, so she tells him this, and so he goes, the poor sweet boy, and he, like, puts his whole love note into Google Translate, and then he's, like, writing it out in, yeah. in Malayalam, which is just a completely different language from Hindi. It's literally yes. written in a different alphabet. Like, these yeah. two just, they, yeah, the communication is not really there verbally for these two. But he's um, trying to express his But they're both trying. Love. It's 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 very sweet. But so Shija, she's sitting there, she's drinking her beer. And there's a DJ at this hotel bar, and mm-hmm. the DJ is Malayali, like she is, mm-hmm. and so they start to flirt, and then they <laughs> dance together. He's also handsome. He is handsome. Not as cute as Rahul, but whatever. I agree. Um, <laughs> Akash and Shruti, they're also here, because this is yet another hotel on their, their list of stops, and they're drinking together. They're being kind of mean to each other, but they both sort of seem to be laughing at it, but Shruti is showing pictures of her wedding venue to Akash, and she starts teasing him because he doesn't have a passport. Um, yeah. So again, just like, you know, being very, like, superior to him because she has money and she's burying a man with money. And Akash, he's hearing this, He's and he's saying that, you know, he was never really interested in, in looking her up after they stopped sleeping together because he just assumed she'd be living some kind of, like, empty Instagram-worthy life. Mm-hmm. Which it kind of sounds like is what she's looking for. Yeah. Um, and I do think this yeah. is, like, the first time that I kind of detected a note of... Of disapproval or disappointment in yeah. his voice. Yeah. Where he's like, there's it's one thing to be shallow and to be open about the fact that you're shallow and all you're interested in is a rich man. But to then go out of your way to poke fun at someone for yeah. not having a passport, like, it's unnecessary. Yeah. And it's the first time that I feel like I really saw it in Akash's face and voice. Yeah, I agree with that. And, you know, he laughs at, at that, but I do think it, it strikes a chord. But so we see them stumble up to their room together. Rahul finds Shija dancing with the DJ and he mm-hmm. drags her up to their room and Shija's yelling at him. She's like, why are you being so controlling? You're not my boyfriend. You're not my husband. <laughs> like, we're nothing to each other. And then Rahul throws the love note at her feet and storms off. So the next morning, uh, we go back to the hospital and a construction vehicle, like one of those, you know, cranes with the buckets, I don't know what they are, crashes through the window of (laughs) Manu and Satu's hospital room. Um, And this is, this is Alu and Pinky's plan. Um, They, the crane picks up Manu's bed and as it's driving off with it, Satu jumps onto the bed with Manu. (laughs) And so they both get like swept out of the hospital room. But Manu is like kicking Satu off of him. And so Satu ends up falling off. He gets hit by a car. And then he just, like, falls into the street. Um, But don't worry, he's fine, because in a few shots, we see that he goes back to the hospital, um, and he goes to his dear friend, his now, you know, sort of love interest, Nurse Cutty, um, and he suggests that they run away together. He just, like, is the man who won't die. He is, yeah. And I love it. Yeah. (laughs) I'm pretty sure the the man in black says that uh, about him. But so we also see Minnie's dad do the money drop with the ransom money. And so Bitu and Minnie, they get the money, they run off with it. And then they're walking together kind of along a river and Minnie is like in a tube and (laughs) Bitu is like sort of pulling her along and they're singing a cute little song. And then we hear a gunshot and yeah. we see, like, the camera is just focused on Minnie, and we see that the rope that Bitu was holding just drops. And Minnie just looks horror struck. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we see is that Bitu was shot. The police are, like, descending upon them. But he fights off the police. He gets in one of their cars. He steals the car, and he drives away. So he, yeah. he survives this encounter. Akash and Shruti, they wake up in bed together, like, Mm -hmm. things are looking a little bit questionable, and I had this moment where I was like, ooh, I really hope that they didn't hook up. Um, Yeah, because they, at least Shruti was super intoxicated. Yes, she she does say that she was totally blackout, she doesn't remember anything, and so Akash says, well, do you remember what you had for dinner? And she says yes, and he's like, well, then you remember everything, which I think was his way of saying that nothing happened. They just got in bed together naked. (laughs) 
Yeah, the, the fact that, like, she wasn't wearing underwear was what made me nervous. Yeah. But they get into an argument because Akash, he's kind of had enough here. And he's like, why are you denying that there's this this connection between us? And Shruti, this is where she gets very vulnerable. And she says that she's been told ever since she was a kid that she needed to marry for money in order to be happy. And that the only way that she could really, like, show her worth was to marry a man with money. And clearly mm-hmm. that message has really sunk in for her because that's really all she sees and the kind of underlying message of this that she doesn't say is even though I've fallen in love with someone without money I feel like I need to still marry someone who does have money because that's the only way I know I can be happy but so she storms off and Akash is packing up their equipment when it registers a hidden camera in the room. Mm -hmm. And so he realizes this is the place where the sex tape was filmed, so he calls the police, and the police are on their way to the hotel. Shija, meanwhile, she calls Nurse Kati, and Satu overhears Shija saying that she and Rahul are at this same hotel. And so Satu is like, okay, the two kids who tried to murder me, I can go find them. I know where they are. And I think he also tells his goons where they are, too, because his goons end up there as well. But so he ends up just leaving Nurse Cutty by the side of the road. Um, He steals her car and he drives to the hotel. So rude, because, like, they (laughs) definitely are in the beginning of a love story. Yes. And he's just like, peace. But then we find out that there's a motivation behind this. Mm-hmm. He could have told her, but anyway. Meanwhile, Alu, he bids farewell to Pinky and Manu and Babu. The rescue attempt has been successful. Um, and so he tells them that he's got a friend at the border with Nepal who can, you know, spirit them away and out of India. As they drive off, he can't dance away his tears. And he does yeah. he does cry as, as he bids farewell. Bitu gives the ransom money to Bena and... He sees Ruhi. Ruhi is home. She had previously been at school, so he hadn't been able to see her before. And she comes down and he sees his daughter for the first time in six years. Yeah. And she is terrified of him. Like, not it, like just in the way that, like, a kid would be scared of strangers. Right. Um, and so she, like, runs up to who she thinks is her dad, Bena. Mm-hmm. He picks her up and he's holding her. And Bitu, like, he's going and trying to, like, look at her. And she keeps mm-hmm. hiding her face from him. And he realizes that she just, there's nothing there. She doesn't, yeah. she doesn't know who he is. She doesn't register that he is someone who could be important to her. And this breaks his heart. But he thinks back to, like you had said, Minnie said about Chiku. If someone's happy, then you should be happy for them if you really love them. Yeah. Um, And so he drops the money at their feet. He presses his hand to Ruhi's back, and then he leaves crying. Ugh. (sighs) And then back at the hotel, it's time for the climax. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So much happened. (laughs) So first, Shruti's fiancé arrives, um, and he's actually very, very sweet. Like, I really yeah. appreciated, they could have made him a jerk, but they made him a really sweet guy. Um, and he's like, why didn't you tell me about the sex tape? Like, I I could have helped make it go away. Um, yeah. And he also, like, doesn't judge her, and he's like, no. that, that's the guy, right? And points to a caution who just doesn't care. Yeah. But so he's there. Satu also arrives. He goes into Shija and Rahul's bedroom. Shija has, like, disappeared. um, But Rahul is there. And they're trying to break into the safe. They can't get into it. And so they just, like, take the wall with the safe. And they're just, like, carrying the wall out to their car. Yep. And they walk into the lobby. through the lobby, yeah. Through the lobby, yep. And and then the cops, the cops are just there. (laughs) And so Satu, like, pulls his gun off of his thigh he exposes his leg and there's his firearm (laughs) the cops call for backup and bitu who is nearby in the police car that he stole he hears this call for backup um and so he drives to the hotel and he drives straight through the window yep as you do as you do and all hell breaks loose everyone's either shooting or getting shot at (laughs) and people are like diving out of the way we see satu Bitu and Akash all get shot. Mm-hmm. And as Akash falls to the ground shot, he sees Shruti and her fiance running away, and then he falls unconscious. Yeah. And then the last thing we see of this whole sequence is the safe falling open and the money spilling out. Meanwhile, 
Manu, who's driving yes. off with Pinky, he starts really rubbing her the wrong way because he's saying mean things about Babu. He's saying mean things about Alu. He's saying that none of this would have happened if she hadn't followed him that night. Pinky's <laughs> still got a gun. Yeah, and she's a murderer. And she's a murderer. <laughs> she's already killed three men. And so we see her pull the gun on Manu. But so then we go back where with the man in white and the man in black from the beginning of the movie, these these two gents. And they were waiting as they were waiting previously at, you know, at the scene of the climax. And now they're there. And the, the man in white is asking the man in black about sin and virtue, which is the conversation that they've been having over the course of the movie at different points. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're discussing the souls of the dead, the fates of the souls of, of the people who died at this scene. Um, and so they decide that Bitu belongs in heaven because he sacrificed himself for his family. He put aside his own happiness for the happiness of his family. Mm -hmm. And then the man in white says, well, Satu, he definitely is going to hell because he's done nothing but bad things. He's a criminal. And the man in black says, well, it's not that simple. And in fact, he still has something to do. So he is not actually dead. Satu Mm -hmm. is alive. And we don't learn it in this exact moment, but they don't talk about Akash, and then we later see Akash wake up okay in a hotel room. So the only person who died is Bitu. Finally, though, in this scene here, the man in black says that life is like a game of Ludo, because whether you win or lose, eventually the pieces make it back home, i.e. everyone dies, and that's the only certainty in life. Mm -hmm. Sin and virtue are just points of view. And then we see the two men walk into the light, and their silhouettes are wearing headdresses, which would indicate to those in the know, which was not me before doing some Googling after watching this movie, yep. um, that the man in black is Vama, the Hindu god of death and judgment, and the man in white is Chitragupta, who registers people's actions in life and then reads them to Yama, who then determines if they're fit for heaven or hell. Mm-hmm. And that is exactly what we've seen them do throughout the movie. <laughs> yes. So now all that's left is to wrap up everybody's stories. Um, we see Satu. He goes back to Nurse Kati and he offers her the full case of money that he has taken. And he says that our children and their children will be rich. And then he gets out of the car and he gets hit by a truck. Yep. It's funny. (laughs) It is very funny. It's very shocking. And this also doesn't kill him because at the very end of the movie, we see that he is alive. He is wheelchair bound, but he and Nurse Cuddy, they live happily ever after. Pinky goes to Alu and she asks him for yet another small favor, helping her to dispose of Manu's body. The two of them also live happily ever after with Babu. Yes. And Um, again, she's a murderer. Yeah. Yeah, she's now killed four men that we know of. <laughs> and one, you know, you could say that the first batch of those murders <laughs> were accidental, but like the most recent one was definitely a choice. Yes, it was very intentional. That is for sure. So Akash, who again, we saw wake up uh, safe and sound in the hospital. Um, there's a really sweet moment where he wakes up in the hospital and he like looks to the side and smiles and you think for a minute like oh my gosh Shruti's gonna be there but it's his brother and it's really Mm -hmm. cute and they smile at each other but then he does go back home and Shruti does come and find him there um, and she has called off her wedding and she says that she wants to be with him but she has a few conditions which are they need to have an air conditioner they need to have a bathroom with a door he needs to brush his teeth every time before they have sex to all pretty reasonable demands i would say uh-huh. and then we cut a few months into the future where we see the two of them riding on akash's motorbike together shruti is visibly pregnant um mm-hmm. they look very happy but then they look over to the side and they see shija and rahul <laughs> Um, who are dressed to the nines. They're driving a fancy car. The two of them are just living large with all of the money that they stole because we had seen that Shija had managed to steal, to keep half of the money. So her half of the money that they originally took from Satu, they were able to keep and they are spending it to their heart's content. Yes. And that is the end of the movie. Good for them. 
good for them. Yeah, I I was really rooting for those kids. And what's funny is I had misremembered them as like only Shija ended up having a happy ending and like poor Rahul got like abandoned somewhere along the way. But like, yeah, but no, they both were together and it was cute. I yeah, I actually thought I remembered everyone dying. (laughs) (laughs) So I was happy that that didn't happen. That wasn't the case. Yeah. Um, Really only Bitu died. Everyone else gets to live happily ever after. Yeah, I think it's so fun. And I also think Mm -hmm. it's a movie that's really hard to describe to people. It is, yeah. Because, like, it has action, but I wouldn't necessarily say it's an action film. No, yeah. And it has comedy, but it's it's not a comedy. No. And so it like, has romance, but it's not a romance. It's, yeah. But I think that's why it's so good is because it kind of def- defies category in a way where it's still doing all of those things really well. And I think yeah. there's something for everyone here. And I think people could really get out a lot of any of the storylines. I wanted to say too quickly as we're kind of like wrapping up talking about the plot, just that I love the theme of karma that runs throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie is, you know, there's there are a lot of references to Hinduism throughout the whole thing. There's a whole story from the Mahabharata. Um, we see Alu dressed up as a character from the Ramayana. So the whole thing is about karma and what you do having implications for what may happen to you. There's a great line, I think Satu sums it up perfectly when he says, you do good, good do you. <laughs> and that's just like pretty much, that's pretty much it in a nutshell there. Yeah. And I just, I, I think that's a, that's sort of the, if there were a takeaway message from this movie, it really is that like karma is kind of there and like sometimes your actions do have an effect on what you do, but then there's also a certain like randomness to life, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, so you can't really predict and ultimately really the only thing you can predict is that you're going to die. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I like the message of it and I like everything about it. I think it's fun. Yeah. It's just good. It's very yeah. good. Yeah. I love it. Well, and I think the only thing that could help us understand this movie more is to learn more about the game of Ludo. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> uh, this is a super short research corner this week <laughs> um, because I was like, I want to talk about Ludo and that's what I want to talk about. Yeah. So, but I also don't think that we need to go through the rules and all of that stuff. Like, <laughs> if you've played Parcheesi, you've played Ludo. So Which I've never played Parcheesi. I, oh my god, that's right. That's okay, Basically, but I trying... played Sorry, and it's similar to Sorry. Yes, right? it's also Sorry. Yeah, yeah, okay. But so, Ludo the game... It is a strategy board game for two to four players, where players race their tokens from start to finish based on the rolls of a single die. It is derived from the Indian game Pa-Cheesy. Okay. Which I pronounce that way just to really make it clear. It's not Par-Cheesy, it's Pa-Cheesy. Okay. Which was created in the 4th century AD. So that's been around for a while. But even before that, it existed... Um, by its ancient name, Chapur. Okay. Yeah, like, this game has been around for a long, long time in different iterations, but, yeah. uh, yeah. And I have just a little fun fact. Mm -hmm. The earliest evidence of Pachisi, or Chapur, I'm not really clear on which iteration (laughs) this is referring to, but the earliest evidence of its existence in India is in cave drawings in Alora. So that's fun. That's so cool. Yeah. It is also depicted in the Mahabharata. Um, Oh, okay. But, Kim, you'll find this very interesting. Okay. Pachisi was played by the Mughal emperors of India, including Akbar. Oh, our favorite guy. Right? And now I also have another tidbit of information about Akbar. Uh Apparently, he had a life-sized board built into his palace gardens, and he used his harem girls as pawns. Well, now that's fun. And Uh, I was like, that's not in the movie. We did not see that depicted in the movie Joda Akbar, but uh, it does sound like a good time. (laughs) Right? I'm like, yes, Akbar. (laughs) Just having a good time with his ladies. But then in 1896, England, Mm -hmm. Pachisi was simplified for children to play. 
And so they modified it to use a cubic die with a die cup, and they simplified the rules. And that is when the English changed its name to Ludo. Oh, okay. So I guess Ludo's slightly different from Pachisi, but it's like just because it's slightly more simplified. Got it. Um, And then the Royal Navy took Ludo and changed it into Uckers. Uckers? It's just a very British name (laughs) for a game. And that's still played in many of the arms of the UK Armed Forces. Oh, fun. So, fancy some Uckers. (laughs) It's a phrase you'd hear many hardened (laughs) military men say to one another. Ah, yeah. And then Pachisi arrived in the States between 1867 and 1870, and we called it Parcheesi, and here we are. And here we are. Well, I'm really glad that it's not the case that we, like, took this game and, like, it still sort of sounds like, because you were saying that when you've played it, it's had, like, the Taj Mahal on it. Yeah. (laughs) So it seems like there may still be some, like, orientalizing that's happening there. Right. But fun fact, too, that I learned. So Parcheesi is specifically produced by Hasbro. So it Hasbro, like the toy company, actually has a patent on the name Parcheesi. Okay. So if it's produced by another game company, it cannot be called Parcheesi. Oh. Which is where I think you see sorry happen. Yeah. And also, some of them are just like, the game of India. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yes, there's only one. (laughs) This is the one game that all of India plays. (laughs) Yeah, so it's interesting. No, that is really interesting. I appreciate getting a a bit of a better understanding of Ludo's relationship to to these other games. I will say, maybe I should have realized this sooner, but Satu, he's the die. Because he's (gasps) always, he's wearing like a little necklace that has a die on it. I was and just so, thinking he was a chaos demon, but basically, but I yeah. Think that, yeah, because it's like, because it's, so it's God who's rolling the die, and then the die is like determining what's happening to all the, all the pieces. Yeah. So pretend wow. that I said that at the start of this episode, before we like went through everything, and I already had that understanding, but I, mean, I did, and it's that's brilliant. <laughs> I like that it's coming at the end, that yeah. we're... You all came on that journey with us. Mm-hmm. Do you have um, Bollywood news? I did kind of want to bring up the fact that Katie and I were both deceived by the Bollywood news that N.T. Rao Rao Jr. would be appearing in War 2. And I wonder how many other people, and potentially people who listen, also saw that and were like, oh my gosh, that's really cool, only to find out that it was in fact a lie. Um, (laughs) It made me so sad. It was a bummer. I was really excited for like three days. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but I appreciated that you then confirmed that, uh, or that you then shared that Tiger was confirmed to be in War Two. So that's yeah. That but if I'm being happy. if I'm being honest right now, I don't know who to trust anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you know, I think if I were N.T. Rama Rao Jr. and I found out that someone had made a rumor that I was starring in War Two, I would just be like, why, yes, yes, I am, and then just manifest that. <laughs> yeah. The article that I read that was saying that, you know, Tiger's been confirmed to come back, it did say that we're not getting War Two until, like, 2025, which logically uh. makes sense. But, oh. It's so many years from now. It's not. It's two years from now. But it's more years than it should be. That's sad. But it'll be good when it comes out. It's just, you know, the anticipation is, is building. Yeah. Um, but another piece of real Bollywood news that I was excited to see was um, our girl Kriti Sanon, who we haven't actually seen in a movie yet for the podcast, but who we are watching a movie with very soon. She announced that she has a movie coming out in October with Shahid Kapoor. Oh, I love him. And, oh my God, they're going to be great. I know. I'm really excited about that. Um, The film doesn't have a title yet, but it is billed as an impossible love story. So I'm pretty confident that I'm going to be on board with whatever it is. But yeah, those were my two bits of Bollywood news. Well, I guess one bit of Bollywood news and one bit of Bollywood disappointment. Okay, great. But yes, pluggable corner. Um, Yeah, we have an Instagram. It's two, the number two. White Girls Talk Bollywood, no spaces. If you'd like to follow us, we'd appreciate it. Give us a like, give us a comment, 
slide into our DMs. Oh, yeah. Um, we love when people say hi. We'll say hi back. And we do also have a YouTube and a Spotify playlist. We link those in our Instagram posts on Tuesdays, and they also are linked in the episode you are listening to right now. Every week we add our favorite songs from the movies to those playlists, but we won't be doing that this week because we didn't have picks. <laughs> but the songs from Ludo are great, and we strongly encourage you to listen to the soundtrack. Yes. So... Katie, would you like to do the honors of announcing our next movie? Yes. So we're kind of taking a left turn here for our next movie. And I'm considering it like my birthday pick. This movie is on Netflix. um, Mm -hmm. And it's one that I just coincidentally stumbled upon a few years ago. And I fell in love with it. Mm -hmm. And then I showed Kim. And you also... Fell in love with it. Love it. Love it so much. So good. So yes, what we will be watching next week is Malal, uh, which is Mm M-A-L-A-A-L. It's starring two people who really honestly should be in more. Yeah. But it stars Mizan Jaffrey and Sharman Siegel. Um, And both of these actors are young and both are so like subtle. Yeah. Great. They're very real. Um, Yeah. And this is, you know, in keeping with Queen and and other movies that you'll hear Katie talk about in the future, this really, it it suits your tastes for, like, quieter, simpler movies about real people living real lives. And I'm really excited to, like, after watching all these really wild action movies, to kind of slow it down here with Malal. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the the two actors, like you said, they're they're both really talented and Ugh. haven't really been in much of anything else. Um, no, so... and it's so full of like emotion. Mm-hmm. It's mostly emotion. <laughs> it's full of a lot of emotion, and just I mean, really great chemistry between the two characters. Yeah. It's a really good story. Um, a lot of yearning. Lots of yearning. <laughs> Who doesn't love a good yearn? Oh, I really um, do. <laughs> and I'll say this because I said something similar. Uh, when we watched Kalhonaho, and I I do think it's worth giving listeners a warning that this is another one that you may want to have the tissues close by for. Sure. Um, But I won't say anything more than that. (laughs) Great. IMDb describes the plot of Malal as such. Malal is the story of Shiva and Asta, two Mm -hmm. very different people from contrasting backgrounds who experience the innocence of love. Does their love find its destination, or do they part ways? Stay on this journey and find out. Mm. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Sweet and simple and to the point. I love it. Yeah, definitely. Netflix says, Class divides become thorns in the budding romance between the crony of a nativist Mumbai politician and the new North Indian resident of his shell. I like this because clearly they were like, let's get artsy with it. Yeah, that is a that is very artsy. I had forgotten that that was what this movie was about. <laughs> not like not the love part, but the like yeah, the politics, like the, politics. And the mm-hmm. like kind of the class divide and the yeah, like it's she's an bi- outsider and yeah, right. And that comes up a lot because yeah, she's like North Indian, and so he gives her crap for it. Oh, I'm so excited to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna, it's, it's, yeah, we'll, we'll have a good conversation for sure. Okay, yeah. Well, I really desperately want to go watch it now. <laughs> so, so we better wrap this up so Katie can get to the movie. All right. Well, go forth, all. Prosper. <laughs> watch Malal. Let it change your life. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, until next time. Remember, Bollywood doesn't need us, but we need Bollywood. Woo. Woo. <laughs> <laughs>